الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ومن يرغب عن ملة إبراهيم إلا من سفيها نفسه ولقد اصطفيناه في الدنيا وإنه في الآخرة لمن الصالحين إذ قال له ربه أسلم قال أسلمت لرب العالمين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم سيأتي على الناس زمان يخير فيه الرجل بين العجز والفجور فمن أدرك ذلك الزمان فليختر العجز على الفجور أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected students of deen mothers and sisters we are in the months of hajj and many of the ushaq those who have intended to perform hajj have already left for the baitullah many are on their way these months while on the one hand those who will be blessed with this great opportunity they will be engaged in fulfilling the rites of hajj somebody will be making tawaf somebody will be making sa'i somebody will be clinging onto the ghilaf of the kaaba sharif somebody will be at multazam somebody will be at standing at maqam ibrahim and all the other various a'mal that are performed there. And obviously, when the actual days of Hajj come, then the Hujjaj and the Ushak will move to Mina, and then they will go to Arafat, and then they will come back to Muzdalifa, and then again to Mina, and in all these places, they will be engaged in the ibadat of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala and crying to Allah ta'ala and begging Him and linking themselves up to their Creator gaining the proximity of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala gaining the forgiveness of their sins begging for the forgiveness of their own sins and the sins of their families, their friends, their relatives for the entire ummah and inshallah they will include us in their du'as as well. So those whom Allah Ta'ala will bless with this great opportunity, they will be engaged in all these amal. They will then spend their night in Muzdalifa in a way where they will be again begging Allah Ta'ala after the whole day of Arafat. And then they will be back in Mina and making the Qurbani and sacrifice and the tawaf ziyarat and all the various other things that go along with the rites of Hajj. But those who will be there will be the minority, 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, whatever the numbers are. Some say up to 5 million performed had some year. But that's still the minority compared to the rest of the billion that are throughout the world. So is Hajj only restricted for those who will go for Hajj? 
Oh, is there something for the rest of us as well? So those of us who will not be there, we also have a lot that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with in these Mubarak days. One is the virtue of the Mubarak days, inshallah, in coming weeks or closer to the month of Zulhijjah, we will discuss the virtues of Zulhijjah. We have discussed previously to refresh these lessons that will be discussed closer to time. So one is those fadail and virtues. Then one is the dame shukr that the hujjaj will perform. But the days of qurbani will come which we will be also part of in our own lands and our own homes. So there is much for us in terms of a'mal also, in terms of rewards and virtues as well. But together with that, there is a lot in terms of lessons that we have to also take from the a'mal of hajj itself and from the personalities who Allah Ta'ala accepted in such a way that so much of the amal of hajj is a remembrance of their great sacrifices and whatever they had done, Allah Ta'ala preserved so much of it in the actions of hajj. The preserving of their sacrifices, the preserving of their great endeavors is not just for the sake of the hujjaj, but it is for the lesson of every single person, every time that these a'mal will be performed, these occasions will come, that throughout the world every Muslim will reflect upon it. And Allah has preserved it so that we will take a lesson from it. Now the rites of hajj and the a'mal of hajj, much of it revolves around the life of Hazrat Sayyidina Ibrahim and his son Hazrat Ismail and his wife Hazrat Hajra So these are things that have a lesson for us, whether we are in the Mubarak lands or not, whether we have been blessed at this time and in this year, whether we are also blessed among those to go for hajj, and then to go for ziyarat and present ourselves at the Roza Mubarak and all the other great blessings of that Mubarak place. Whether we are there or not, we still have much to take from the lessons. So who is the personality, the central focal point around whom much of the rites of Hajj revolve? It is Hazrat Sayyidina Ibrahim Ali Salatu Wasalam. And Ibrahim Ali Salatu Wasalam is that personality whom Allah Taala had granted universal acceptance. And Allah Taala had given him this promise that Allah Taala will bless him with imamat. Because he had made the dua that Allah lil muttaqina imama that ya Allah make me the leader of the muttaqin. And he made dua that in his progeny must be the Anbiya Alim So as a result, even our beloved Nabi Wasallam came in his progeny. So such a great personality. And he is that one unique personality who the Muslims, they are themselves the rightful people who are linked to Ibrahim Wasallam. And others just make claims which they are not entitled to, but they make these claims. But this is that universal acceptance Allah Ta'ala gave him that apart from the Muslims who are rightly entitled to make this claim and who are rightly linked to him, even the Jews, even the Christians, 
they honor him, they respect him, they regard him as their leader, though they unfortunately don't follow him in reality, or in fact nowhere near it, but they still respect him and honor him. So this is that acceptance Allah Ta'ala gave him. Now, therefore, we should be focusing on his life. And we should be focusing on what lessons he left for us. And what lessons we should be applying to ourselves. Now, there are many, many things in this regard. But today we will just discuss one ayat of the Quran Sharif, which Allah Ta'ala revealed for us. And Allah Ta'ala says, وَمَنْ يَرْغَبُ عَمْ مِلَّةِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ إِلَّا مَنْ سَفِهَ نَفْسَ That who will turn away, who will disincline from the millet, from the way, from the path of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, إِلَّا مَنْ سَفِهَ نَفْسَ Except that person who has made a fool of himself. Can we imagine what a way the Quran Sharif is describing this? That Ibrahim wasalam, has laid the foundation and the path that leads to a certain direction. That leads to Allah wa ta'ala. And Allah ta'ala then commanded in other ayats of the Quran Sharif also. Hanifa. Nabi Islam has been commanded that you also follow on that same path. Obviously, Nabi Islam was on that same path. Allah ta'ala had blessed him with this wahi and revelation directly. But the message is that this path is the same path that Ibrahim wasalam, walked on. So follow that same path. The principles and the usul are the same. And here in this ayat, Allah Ta'ala is speaking about the other side of it. That who is the person that will disincline from this and who will turn away from this path that Ibrahim wasalam, laid and that he walked on. Only that person will turn away from it who has made a complete fool of himself. What a strong way the Quran Sharif is describing this. And why will that person be a complete fool? Because Ibrahim wasalam, the path that he walked on was a path of complete success. Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَقَدِسْتَفَيْنَاهُ فِي dunya." We had specially selected him in this world. And when he was specially selected by Allah Ta'ala, then obviously he will walk the path of selection, which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. Now, if somebody disinclines from that path, from that way, so he can only be a fool. He cannot be an intelligent person. Because Allah Ta'ala has selected somebody, Allah Ta'ala has selected the path that that person is treading and the way that that person has left as a legacy. Allah Ta'ala selected this and somebody is still disinclined from it. Somebody still turns his back on it. Such a person can only be a fool. Allah Ta'ala says, وَإِنَّهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ لَمِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ And in the hereafter also, he is among the righteous. So if somebody still disinclines from his path, that person can only be a fool. Now what was his path? What was the way which he left behind as a legacy? So Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, thereafter in the next ayat, is describing this legacy of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. There are many things that are part of his way, but this is the core issue. And what is the core issue? إِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ That when his Rabb said to him, أَسْلِمْ That submit. In another ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, 
huwa sammakumul muslimin that this this ummah is called muslim ummah muslima where did this name come come from allah taala says ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam he is the one who has named you muslims because he made dua for this that ya allah grant me in my progeny ummatan muslimatan lak ya allah grant me such a ummah such a progeny that is going to be subservient to you totally submitting themselves to you this is what we are supposed to be following this path submission only to allah taala now one might wonder that what is so deep about this fine we know it it's important what is so deep about it what is such a core issue in this why is this such a centrally important issue because all the time we are being distracted to submit to other things and look at each day of our life just take any ordinary day in our life and work out within our life that how many times are we distracted from the total submission of allah tbaraka wa taala from the morning a person wakes up sometimes the person it's a time for fajr and the person is being distracted that no carry on sleeping it's a cold day it is very very cozy to sleep and it is warm inside the house and now you're going to wake up and you're going to go and make wudu and then you're going to have to perform your salah just carry on sleeping now what does a person submit to at that time allah taala is saying that there are those who would be intelligent and there will be those who will be allah forbid they will make a fool of themselves now ibrahim ali salatu wasalam he laid down the foundation of taslim is qala lahu rabbuhu aslim when his rabb said to him aslim submit qala aslamtu li rabbil alamin he immediately declared i have submitted myself to rabbul alamin the rabb of the universe now he said this but he then proved it how did he prove it those major tests came which we have heard over and over again the major tests came go and leave your wife and child in a barren place he submitted i'm ready whatever my rabb gives the order i'm ready he is given the order to slaughter his own son i'm ready whatever the command of allah taala i'm ready to slaughter my own son my heart is deeply attached to him i dearly love him but i cannot make a fool of myself by not submitting to allah tbaraka wa taala not submitting to allah taala will be very foolish allah taala is rabbul alamin aslamtu li rabbil alamin when allah taala said to him aslim all could he could have said is aslamtu i have submitted or he could have said aslamtu lillah i have submitted to allah taala but what did he say he said aslamtu li rabbil alamin i am submitting to the rabb of the universe in other words if i am submitting i am submitting to that being who is a control of everything and who is the owner of everything and everything belongs to him and he is nurturing everything so if i have submitted to him this is what was necessary for me i haven't done anybody a favor i haven't done any favors to allah taala if i've done a favor to anybody to myself only because this is what was necessary for me allah taala is the controller allah taala is the nurturer allah taala is the one who has created the universe so this is the only 
correct thing for me to do, to submit to him alone. So Ibrahim والسلام, he immediately had responded that Aslam to Rabbil Alameen and then he lived that life of Taslim. And he didn't make a fool of himself. But he lived the life that showed the most intelligent path, the path of total submission. And thereafter he addressed Ibrahim He then left this legacy, he then made wasiyat of this legacy also. That Ibrahim he made this wasiyat to his children. And Yaqub he also made this wasiyat to his children. Ya bani ya inna Allah astafalakumuddin. O my children, Allah tabarak wa ta'ala has selected Islam, has selected this deen for you. So, falatamutunna illa wa antum muslimun. Make sure you remain firm on this and you leave this world in the state of Islam. You leave this world in a state of submission to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Who will leave this world in a state of submission? The person who lived his life in a state of submission. So now let us look at this lesson now. How much has this lesson come in our lives? Ibrahim salam, this time of the year, when the days of Hajj are with us, we are supposed to be focusing on his life to take these lessons. So now let us take this lesson of Taslim. And let us see now this morning now, or any morning for that matter, that tug of war is there to remain sleeping or to wake up for Fajr. So Alhamdulillah, some person now says that... Uh, I need to submit to Allah Ta'ala. I don't want to be a fool. I want to submit to the command of Allah Ta'ala. So therefore, no matter how much I want to sleep, but I will wake up and submit. So therefore the person wakes up. If there is no hot water, the person makes wuzu with the cold water. If there is no heating and it's very cold in the house, the person says, doesn't matter, the bed was warm, but I will make my Fajr Salah because I have submitted to Allah Ta'ala. And now the hukam of my rabbi is that I must perform the Fajr Salah. And the men folk, they should be performing the Salah with Jama'ah in the Masjid. So we will encourage our men folk also that the submission of this moment is to go and perform your Salah in the Masjid. This is the moment of submission. And this is the Millat of Ibrahim Salam. So all the other distractions will be one side. But now it is the time to go and submit to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. So the morning came, this one tug of war happened. Now imagine from the first moment we haven't opened our eyes properly. And already this lesson of submission is now staring at us in the face. That now what do you do? Do you accept to follow the way of Ibrahim and submit? Or do you become a part of those who are making fools of themselves? Then the person now has completed Alhamdulillah for the Fajr Salah. Now, there are other things. Somebody says, well, now I need to listen to the news. Why? Because that is my habit. But on the other side, there is that calling. That Fajr time, the time after Fajr, what a Mubarak time. Somebody says, I need to sleep. Somebody says, I need to do something. Fine. If it is something within the limits of permissibility, then it is within the limits of permissibility. But what is the better thing? This Mubarak time, a person spends this time in some tilawat, some zikr, some dua. What a Mubarak time. Nabi Islam made dua for the barakat of his ummah in this time. Allahumma barik li ummati fi bukuriha. Oh Allah, grant barakat to my ummah in their morning, in the first part of their day. 
which is the time from Fajr, time comes in up to sunrise. That is the morning. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi made special dua for barakat in this time. But unfortunately, this time we spend sleeping. If we are making our Fajr Salah, Alhamdulillah, Sumba Alhamdulillah, that is the main thing, that is Farz. Thereafter, somebody is very tired, somebody is ill, somebody is old, obviously that is an exception. But other than that, we should be making a habit of some time after Fajr Salah to spend in some ibadat. Nobody is saying it's Farz or Wajib, but this is a very special time. This is a time of great barakat. Nabi Islam made dua for barakat in this time. Allahumma barik li ummati fi bukuriha. The zikr, the tasbihat that will be made at that time, the barakat of that will be special. The tilawat that will be made at that time, the barakat of it will be special. The dua that will be made at that time, there will be special barakat in it. And whatever other amal, to the extent that if somebody does, there is some necessary work in that time. Somebody needs to learn something, they learn it in that time. There is a special barakat in that time. So, we should be snatching on this. If somebody doesn't have the habit at all to stay awake after Fajr and make some ibadat, then we should be slowly starting this. That I won't after making salam. While I'm making the second salam, I'll be taking the first step towards the bed. Unfortunately, sometimes this happens. That the person after making the first salam, while the person is making the second salam, is already about to take the first step towards the bed. So that shouldn't become the case. At least after the fajr is complete, the minimum is the three, the tasbihat of that time, subhanallah 33 times, <coughs> alhamdulillah 33 times, Allahu Akbar 34 times, tasbih fatimi, then some dua, and thereafter some zikr of our tasbihat for the mamulat of the day. If we haven't done anything or we haven't made any habit of this, then at least for a start, fix five minutes. For a start, that after we've completed the Tasbih Fatimi and we've completed our dua, now five minutes we're going to sit. Five minutes for a start. We'll make some tilawat in this time. Five minutes. For the five minutes, make tilawat only. That too fine, alhamdulillah. Or we make some tasbihat, some zikr, and some tilawat. But at least for a start, five minutes. And after maybe 40 days, if somebody has that already that they have develop this well and establish it after 10 days, after 15 days, after 20 days, Alhamdulillah. Otherwise, let that 5 minutes run for 40 days, no problem. خَيْرُ amali ma dima alayhi wa in qalla wa kama qala nabiyu sallallahu alayhi that the best amalis which there is constancy on, even though it might be little, meaning the nawafil, the mustahabbat, that a person is doing a little, but he's doing constantly. So let 40 days pass with 5 minutes only, it doesn't matter. After whole 40 days have passed, but not one day was missed in this manner, with regularity. After 40 days, now the person says, now I'm going to make it 10 minutes. So then I'll make it 10 minutes. So for 10 minutes now, some tilawat, some zikr, some dua, and we should try to develop it to the point where at least until sunrise, we have developed this, that we are awake after fajr. At least until the sun rises. Thereafter, person gets a tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala gives tawfiq, make two rakats at least of salatul ishraq, then sleep, you need to sleep, rest, whatever. But at least, until sunrise. But we started off with five minutes. And if somebody doesn't have even the himmat of five minutes, person is a replica of Bahrul Kahil. Kahil means literally lazy. 
Bahrul Kahil is actually the Dead Sea. So if somebody's laziness is similar to the Dead Sea, they're almost like dead. Inshallah, nobody is like that. I'm just saying this on the light-hearted side of it, just on a light note, that if somebody's laziness is as much as the Dead Sea, in other words, like there's no life in it, then we try to create some life and start off with three minutes. Now, how long will three minutes take to pass? Before we know it, three minutes will be gone. But we start off with three minutes. We read our Tasbih Fatima, we went dua, only three minutes. Three minutes, and after 40 days, make it six, six minutes or seven minutes. And then make it nine minutes, doesn't matter. But we start off somewhere. And inshallah, make this intention now, that if this is not yet part of our tartib, then from now we've made this azam, we've made this firm, con, uh, this intention, this resolution, that inshallah, as of tomorrow, this will be my tartib. After Fajr, first at least minimum for five minutes, I will spend in some ibadat, some tilawat, some zikr, some dua, and take from the special barakat of this time. And then I'll mark this date down. Forty days later, if not before that, forty days later, then I'll make it ten minutes. Doesn't matter, whole forty days pass like this. But after forty days, inshallah, this will be established, now we build on it. And then after another forty days, we build on it again. So in any case, we digressed a bit, that now, what does a person submit to? Submit to, now some people, Allah forbid, want to listen to the news, and worse still, somebody want to watch the news. Somebody wants to listen to the news, what are we going to hear in the news? This happened, and that happened, and, and it doesn't even move us, we become so immune, that so many people were killed here, and so many people, Allah forbid, even our Muslim brothers and sisters, somebody was martyred here, and we listen to it like just a news item, we don't even get the tawfiq at that time, to even make one dua for them. That Allah Ta'ala bless them with the highest ranks in Jannat. Allah Ta'ala give their family sabr. It happened in some other part of the world. What does it concern me? It doesn't have anything to do with me. That is how immune we get to just listening to the news and news and news. It just becomes like a kind of entertainment, Allah forbid, that the most gruesome news is being given to us about our fellow Muslim brothers and sisters being slotted somewhere. And it doesn't move our heart. And we don't even get the tawfiq even at that time from our heart to make one dua for them. And we just listen to it and say, well, whatever thing happened and finish. It became like a kind of entertaining piece of information that Nauzubillah something like this happened, so we passed our time listening to it. So this is not the way that a Muslim starts his day. So leave that news out for that time. That's not our time for news. That's a time for us to be engaged in ibadat. Engage in some zikr, some dua, some tilawat. So nevertheless, one is now, the person is wanting to sleep, rest, that is mubah, it is permissible, but the better thing is to first spend this time in some good, in some amal. Then, now the person is going to move on in the day. Allah forbid now, there are some distractions to read something that is wrong, to get onto some chat line. The person now is being distracted, now these, all these things are... In fact, this is something we are talking about after Fajr. Somebody wants to sleep, somebody wants to do something else. Worse is that nowadays people talk about it, people write about it, they send emails to say that this has become my tartib, this has become my way. That when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I need to send out some message on my Facebook. My deface book is what we call it. Because people deface themselves on this. What kind of face will have on the day of Qiyamah? That how we were using these things. With what face we will face Nabi Wasallam? That I had my picture on Facebook. And I was doing this and that on Facebook. And all kinds of haram. 
But what face we are going to face, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, on the day of Qiyamah? And then together with this, all the other kinds of things that are part of life for many people. Many a person says, I wake up in the morning, I start off with this. I start off with sending a... Uh, Allah Alam, how these things work and what they are called. Some kind of... Uh, what something, Some kind of tweet on Twitter. Mm, this too again on the sideline. The first time that I heard this, I wondered what it meant. Because all we heard was... I'm sure I'll be pardoned for saying it directly, but uh, the word was used in a very derogatory way. That this person is a, they used to call him a twit, in a derogatory way. That he's a stupid. And now from there I thought that something came, Twitter came from there, from twit. So I wondered, subhanAllah, people are actually saying that they are on Twitter, what is this going on? Then he came to know, well, it's just some, Allah how it works and what happens in it. But now a person says that this is my, my morning. When I start off, I must start off with this. And somebody is on BBM, which stands for Bahad Bari Musibat. BBM, Bahad Bari Musibat. A very great calamity. But, now, we are talking about, subhanallah, how these things fit in. We have been talking about Ibrahim al-Islam's millat, his way of life. And Allah Ta'ala saying, That who will disincline, who will turn away, turn his back onto the millad, onto the way of Ibrahim wasalam, except that person who has made a complete fool of himself. Ibrahim wasalam's millad is total submission. And to turn away from this is foolishness, is stupidity. But what a time has come that where stupidity and foolishness becomes the in thing. And a person feels out of place if the person is not foolish. Though nobody regards it like that, but that's a reality. That a person, if he is not foolish, then he's out of place. For example, people are destroying themselves on chat lines. People are destroying themselves with BBM. If a person doesn't have a blackberry and he's not on the BBM and not getting on to all the other mischief, then the person is out of date. Then the person is backward. Then the person is a person who is foolish in the eyes of people. Now, we are seeing what's happening to others. We are seeing how they are destroying themselves. We are seeing how they are getting caught up into things that they don't want to be in. All this is in front of us. But the person says, if I don't have a blackberry, then I'm out of date. If I don't have a blackberry, I'm backward. Because everybody is saying it like that. So if everybody is saying it, then I go to now be part of them. So now the foolishness has become intelligence. And the stupidity has become being good. The stupidity has become being intelligent also. In one hadith, Hazrat Abu Huraira, he narrates from Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, that sayati alan nasi zamanun. Such a time will come upon people, and that time is with us. That yuhayyiru fihi rajul bain al ajzi wal fujur. That a person will end up being put, so to say, in the corner. That the person has got a choice now. One of the two things: either you become regarded as a fool, meaning in the eyes of people, in the eyes of society, in the eyes of. Uh, the whatever the general custom is, or bain al fujur, or otherwise you get involved in wrong, in haram, in sin.
This is a choice. That either you allow yourself to be called a fool by people. You allow yourself to be regarded as a stupid person by people. Now people's concept of intelligence and stupidity is very, very warped. The general people, very warped. Today something will be regarded as stupid by everybody. Tomorrow they themselves will make it a very, very good thing. Now, whether we like it or not, whether it hurts us or not, we got to follow it. Just one example comes to mind. One person was saying to me that uh, this Eid that passed, one of his family members, the woman folk, or several of them, they all were complaining about severe pain in the feet and the leg. So, he said, but why? All, so one, two, three, everybody complaining the same thing. He said, no, well, we have to wear these high heels. He said, but why all these high heels, such high stupid heels? He said, well, everybody was wearing it, we had to wear it. So, whether it hurts or not, but everybody is doing it. Everybody is doing it, we got to do it. So, everybody is walking tall. So, now, if we are looking shorter than them, then it means we are stupid. So, whether it hurts or not, we got to walk tall. We also got to be part of the high society. You got to walk with high heels. If you don't walk with high heels, we are not part of the high society. Then people will regard us as lowly people. They look down upon us because they are standing on top with high heels and look down upon us. Now this is the stupidity. This is the foolishness. That when fashion, fashion is a slavery. Fashion is a slavery. It is modern day slavery. And they make you pay for it. And they make you pay a heavy price. First you must pay for that high heel. Then you must pay for the pain. Then you must pay for that. You must pay for it by tolerating the pain. And then you must pay for the painkillers to kill the pain. But you must just be happy that you are part of high society. And because you were also walking tall, nobody was looking down upon you. Because they were standing above you, they were not looking down upon you. Now this is how the Western society and Western culture and the millet of the West, which is against the millet of Ibrahim wasalam, this is how they make fools of us. And Allah Ta'ala is saying, uh, Nabi Islam is saying, that a person will, this time will come upon people, that the person will end up being put to this choice. You have a choice, one of two things, you can't have it a third way. Either you accept to be called a fool, or you become part of us, and you also do the stupid things. You also do the wrong. You also get onto the chat lines. You also flash around with the Blackberry. And you also flash around with all the BBM messages to all and sundry and haram and anything and everything. Now, you have this choice. So, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah's beloved Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, our beloved Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying to us, That whoever this time comes upon, if the time comes upon you, then you rather choose to be called a fool by people. Don't ever take the path of sin. Don't ever take the path of evil. Don't take the path of abandoning the submission to Allah. Ta'ala. Don't worry about people then. Let them call you what they want to call you. Tomorrow when you're going to go in the qabr, they're not going to come with you. Tomorrow on the day of qiyamah, when Allah Ta'ala will ask you what you did, nobody else is going to come to answer. Nobody else will support you on that day. Nobody will say, I was the one that encouraged this person also. You know what? Everybody's got Blackberry. Why don't you have one? 
Nobody will come to say, no, no, I was the one responsible for it. On that day, everybody will say that's his own fault or her own fault. She also wanted to become one of the crowd. She also wanted to be like the others. So that day, nobody will support us. Why must we be worried about what they are saying today? If they are saying we are fools, don't worry about it. Allah wa ta'ala is saying you are intelligent. Because Allah Ta'ala is saying that you are following the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And there's two parts here. One is the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. The other is those who have made fools of themselves. Only two things. Either those who follow the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Or those who make fools of themselves. So people will say that when you follow the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. In the eyes of people they'll say you're a fool. But in the eyes of Allah Ta'ala, you are intelligent. So whose eyes we want to be intelligent in? After all, we have to face Allah Ta'ala. Our life could be gone today, let alone tomorrow. Nobody else is going to help us then. Allah Ta'ala is our creator. Allah Ta'ala is feeding us. Allah Ta'ala is nourishing us. Allah Ta'ala has given us our sight. What are we using it to look at? Are we using it for submission? Are we using it for stupidity and foolishness? Allah Ta'ala has given us our hand. What we are using it for? For submission to Allah Ta'ala or for foolishness? So we don't want to be foolish people in the sight of Allah Ta'ala. We don't want to be called fools tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah. We rather be called fools by the fools of this world. But we don't want to be recorded as fools in our Namai Amal, in our book of deeds, which we will have to face on the day of Qiyamah. So this is the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Now the person is faced with all these challenges. So let us not become entrapped by all this. Let us submit to what Allah Ta'ala wants us to do. Let us submit to the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Let us refrain from all the things that fashion is catching us in. Let us refrain from all the things that because somebody else is doing it, I got to do it. Because everybody else got something, I got to have it. Everybody else has got this bad bari musibat on their heads, this BBM on their heads. So how can I be without it? I also have to have this musibat with me. So then we are inviting musibat. Then we are inviting this calamity. So we refrain from it. Yes, there will be some mujahada from within. But this mujahada will save us from greater musibat. This mujahada will become sweet in time. And this is that mujahada Ibrahim wasalam, what mujahada he went through? To leave his family was easy? It was not easy. But he was ready for Allah Ta'ala's command. Jaan de di mene unke naam par Ishq ne socha na kuch anjaam par See, I gave my life on the name of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala's command came, bas, I'm ready to do everything. To give my life. Ishq ne socha na kuch anjaam par That when there is true love for Allah Ta'ala, then love does not consider what the consequence is going to be that now my life will come out here and, or whatever else, people will call me a fool and people will say that this person is backward, this person is out of date and now you can't become such an extremist. I, the person now when ishq is there for Allah wa ta'ala, and for Rasulullah wasallam and for following the millet of Ibrahim wasallam, then the person doesn't worry about all that. The person worries about what my Allah will be happy with. <coughs> What face I want to face Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on the day of Qiyamah? I want my Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to be happy with me. So that is what is my concern then. Then the person doesn't worry about who is taunting and who is teasing and who is criticizing and who else. But my Allah must be happy.
ایک تو میرا تو سب میرا فلک میرا زمی میری یا اللہ اف یو آر مائن ایوری تھنگ از مائن دا ارتھ از مائن دا اسکائز آر مائن ایک تو نہیں میرا تو کوئی شے نہیں میری یا اللہ اف یو آر ناٹ مائن دین آل مائی فرینڈس کین سی دے آر مائن آل مائی فیملی کین سی دے آر مائن دا انٹائر سوسائٹی کین سی دیٹ یو آر دا ہیرو ایوری بڈی کین بی پٹنگ می آن مائی بیک اینڈ ایوری بڈی کین بی پریزنگ می بٹ یا اللہ اف یو آر ناٹ مائن دین کوئی شے نہیں میری نتھنگ از مائن دس آل جسٹ اے ڈسپشن One minute later, we'll see the reality that everybody will abandon us and run. One small mistake we'll make and we'll just say something by mistake to somebody and that person will want to become our enemy. All this is a deception. Let us not give in to this deception. Let us not get dis- waylaid by this deception. Let us adhere to the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam is that إِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ When his Rabb said to him, Submit, then he totally submitted. Ya Allah, I am yours. Aslamtu li Rabbil Alameen. I am not belonging to my nafs. This is what we are supposed to be saying. We have also made the same declaration. We have also read, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. When we made this declaration of the kalima, we have also said, Aslamtu li Rabbil Alameen. So now that we have said, Aslamtu li Rabbil Alameen, we are saying, Ya Allah, I have submitted myself to you. I am not of my nafs. I don't belong to my nafs. I don't belong to shaitan. I'm not in shaitan's party. I don't belong to society. I don't belong to my friends. I will keep good relationship with my friends. I will fulfill their rights. I will help them. But I don't belong to them. I belong to Allah Ta'ala. So if those friends are going to become an obstacle in my contact with Allah Ta'ala, then I will not give in to those challenges. I will not be mislaid by those friends. I belong to Allah Ta'ala. Aslamtu li Rabbil Alameen. I am submitted to Allah Ta'ala. We have also made that declaration. So now we also have to learn to live to that declaration. And remain steadfast on that way of life. Then we'll see the help of Allah Ta'ala coming to us in this very world. And in the hereafter, Allah Ta'ala will raise us with Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, with our Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and with all those who had submitted themselves to Allah Ta'ala. May Allah Ta'ala make us among those who are truly intelligent, Allah Ta'ala save us from becoming those who make fools of themselves. Allah Ta'ala keep us on the millet of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Wa akhiru da'wana anil hamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma la nuhsi thana'an alayk. Anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallama bima huwa ahlu. Rabbana walamna anfusana wa illam taghfil lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna minal khasirin. رب اغفر وارحم واعف وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت العز الأكرم ربنا توفنا مسلمين وألحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين